Christian Warrior Women, the number one spot for women desiring the real, raw truth. How to live in confidence without doubt. The battle for your identity, faith, and courage in relationships, health, and wealth with God is real. Here is Lisa Hawkins, author, coach, and minister. Hi, this is Lisa. I hope this weekend is meeting you blessed and highly favored. Wanted to talk about something that I um, believe is on each of our minds, and it's about how we become or choose to live successfully in the future. And I wound up um, exchanging some texts and emails um, with some friends, some women friends, this weekend. You know, although in our country there's a a lot of struggle, a lot of turmoil, and a lot of um, lack of truthfulness, and just a lot of emotional unrest. And in that time, we can choose to choose a side, be frustrated, be angry, or we can choose to understand and focus on our plan with God and not allow someone else, even when it's our government or even if it's our country or our church or whatever, take us off our plan. And so this is this is what I mean. First, we have to, we've spent a number of weeks talking about areas of our lives that we need to look inward about. And every exercise, and there's still probably a thousand more, that I've shared with you are things that I've done or worked with other people to do to bring about change in their lives. And the one thing that I notice, it's not just with women, it's, it's with men, people in general, we get to a certain age and somehow many of us have come to believe that when we reach our 20s or our 30s or our 40s and we're not where we had dreamt to be, then that means the rest of our life we failed and we don't have the ability to start again. Well, I'm in my 50s. And I'm getting ready to start something totally different and totally new than I've ever done. And if you look at my life, and maybe it's a certain personality type, you know, you, we recreate ourselves based on our circumstances, based on the seasons in our lives. We, can, we always have the ability to recreate ourselves. And I notice with women, whether single moms, married moms, we... Except so many t- in so many instances that we've missed the boat. Well, God still reigns supreme. God's still in control. God still loves you. God still has a plan for you. So you may have been disappointed by Tom, Dick, or Harry, or Susie, or Jane. You may have been disappointed by children. You may have been disappointed by your job. And... You may have been even disappointed in where you are in health-wise, weight-wise, whatever it may be. But that is why there is a tomorrow. And you can restart 
the majority of things that you believe that you've lost. If you haven't been happy in your career, then get a new career. Take your, excuse my language, but into a program, go for training and do something different. You know, I decided to do something different or kind of go back to some of the stuff I've, I've done in my past. But I made a decision to think about, not that I am promised 20 or 30 years from now, I'm not promised that, but if I just look at, I may have the potential to live another day or 20 or 30 more years. But however many days I have, I am going to live and plan for what I call my final half. I call it my final half of, uh, in, in my life if I'm thinking the next 20, 30 years. Why is that? Because for me, I have had a corporate career that where I accomplished and did some amazing things and had some awesome experiences along with challenges. I've had the ability to own several businesses that the Lord blessed me with them being successful. And I'm a person who likes to challenge myself, push myself, do things that I may not ever believe I could be successful at. When I did ballroom dancing, it was my 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 dream to just take lessons. The next thing I knew, I was competing in three different competitions and winning awards. Well, that was above and beyond what I had planned. And so the thing that I've noticed about who I am as a person, and we're all different, is I need to be stimulated to learn something new, to challenge myself mentally and physically and maybe even emotionally. If I'm not challenged, I feel like I feel like life is slipping away from me. And I don't know about you. You might be a person who likes stability. And maybe you don't feel stable right now. So what encourages me to go and do things that I think is impossible for me to do or accomplish. There's one thing, and I'll clue you in on the one secret that I hang everything that I choose to do. Do I believe that everything that I try will succeed? No, but I, I tell myself and I recognize I learn so much in my failures. And I learn how far I can push myself to accomplish things. And I will say in the majority of things that I have pushed myself to do, I've never regretted. That doesn't mean everything worked out perfectly, but I didn't regret because I learned something so significant about myself. And I want you to learn something significant about yourself. You see, we we sit around and have desires and we talk about them maybe with girlfriends and we talk about what we'd wish to do. And maybe we might even pray about it in our prayer room, but we don't trust God enough to pray and step and do it because our faith is based on what we do, not just based on what we dream about, but based on our daily walk. Our faith shows 
through what we walk and what we do and what we say. And so I want to ask you today to think about while you have been uncovering, dealing with releasing anger, dealing with releasing doubt, dealing with with releasing shame and fear or control, you should also be unveiling opportunities because you're hearing God as these things are being moved away. Your vision, hello, your vision, if you're really truly doing the work to remove the scales, then you should be able to look in your journal that you've been working and looking at in the last, I don't know, 90 to 100 podcasts that I've done. You should be looking at that and seeing that your life is starting to transform. Doesn't mean you've gone from pauper to millionaire, but you should see that your fruit is starting. The seeds have been laid and you're on a path to walk confidently, to believe in who you are, to accept your identity. And so the number one thing that I put my trust in, in anything that I put my effort toward, I always, number one, believe I will not fail. Why? Is because of one thing. The word says that the Lord abides within me. And if I am a woman who serves God, believes God, prays to God, reads God's word, and obviously I'm not trying to do something sinful, you know, wayward or trying to harm someone. I'm talking about how we discipline ourselves to be focused and to move a plan forward that will, whether it increase the wealth of your family, increase um, time to travel, or whether it brings peace for you doing what you truly want to do. That is what I put my hope in. You see, because if I truly believe that God wants me to succeed and that the Lord had me born in this time frame to impact the world, then I have to believe that I have multiple things that I can do, that I can be successful at. And I also can recognize things that are challenges for me and how can I overcome them? So while we're pulling back the curtain, while we're looking within, while we're retro, retrofitting our heart and our mind and our behavior, we have to also recognize the new path and the possible new journey and the new outcomes that are coming because of my attitude being different, that I look different, talk different, act different. And if you're not feeling that yet, then you might want to go back to podcast number one and begin this journey by saying that if I am here, whether you are 50, whether you're 40, whether you're 60, you have time, or 70 or 80, you have time if you have breath to be different tomorrow. 
to pursue a different path, to walk a different path. As long as I have the mind of Christ, then there is nothing too hard. So you might say, oh, well, Lisa, I'm too old to go back to school. I would say Satan is a liar. You are probably more capable and more willing to do what you need to do at this point in your life and maturity to accomplish what you set your mind to. I have a ton of certificates, degrees, and all of these things. But it doesn't matter if you're not doing what you are happy at doing. And I want you to choose to walk away from fear and to choose what your heart's desire. I promise you, if there is a passion that you have been burying and not allowing to see sunlight, not allowing it to be rained upon, not allowing it to be nourished, to grow, you will never know the power of God in your life and you will never know your full capability. What you will know is as you're sitting in a rocking chair or nursing home or somewhere, you will be filled with regret. Why can I promise you? In ministry, I've served in nursing homes. The number one thing when we deal with prayer with seniors is regrets. They wish they had, but they were worried about what other people might have thought. They wish they had. They wish they had the courage to have made different choices, to maybe not stay, to maybe to move, to maybe to go back to school in their latter years, or maybe they wanted to play an instrument and didn't. My mother, I try to um, encourage her to live her fullest life when she retired. And she said to me that, oh, you know, some of the things I was telling her to do that she wanted to do, other people her age or even my siblings or friends were saying, oh, well, you might not want to do that at this point in your life. And I remember telling her, then when will you do it? You have no children. You see, when your kids are out the nest, the only person you're risking is, is you at this point. And I think you are worth the risk. And so I'm not saying I don't know what your situation may be or what your interest is in. If it's a career, if it's going back to school at night and you're worried about, well, how could I handle all of this? Start doing it. Start with one class. You see, if you look at the whole thing at one time, it will look overwhelming. If you look at, oh, for four years, oh, wow, could I do this? But guess what? You might start and you might start loving it. You might have new friends. You know, I had my mother move from New York after 50 years to Colorado, where I lived, where she knew no one. And I told her, I said, the weather, the people, and the way you will be able to live I believe, will bless your life. And if it doesn't work out, I'll pay for you to go back. That's how convinced I was. That I'll move you here, and if you're not happy, I'll move you back. She came to Colorado, and to this day, I feel blessed that before my mother passed, that she told me that living in Colorado was the happiest time in her life. The time that she felt most secure 
where she had the best friends that she had ever had in her whole life. And I saw that and witnessed it and saw her joy that when she had to give it up, it was painful. And I shared with her, but aren't you glad that you had that time? That when you retired, you met, you met the best of friends, that you now know what it is to have great friends, that you knew what it was like to live in your own home with the view of mountains as your backdrop and great weather. And she even got a job working part-time that she didn't even need the money, but she did it for social. And she told me that once she retired, she would never work. And I laughed. She got a job and had tons of fun. And so she did it to make even more friends. So I want to challenge you, wherever you are today, if you ever dreamt of studying something or pursuing something, I want to push you today to do it. There is online courses. There are community colleges that you can go to. There's financial aid if you're saying, Lisa, I don't have the money. There is, guess what, maybe asking a family member if they could watch your children on the night you go to school if you're going to go to a class and not do it online. Whatever it is you choose to do, maybe it's a trade. I was telling someone today that although no matter how many degrees you have, I would always tell my I told my sons and I would tell I don't have daughters, but if I were you, I would tell my daughter always have something that you can do as a trade. Because we all know when we work for other people that sometimes companies close down. Sometimes you could be somewhere 20, 30 years and all of a sudden they get shut down or maybe you get fired or Maybe you're in a job and you're miserable and you'd like to leave, but you got bills to pay. But if you knew a trade, you could wind up starting your own business or having something small on the side until you build it up big enough to have your own business that you could walk away from working for someone else and have flexible hours. You know, something that The Lord blessed me with the ability to learn quickly that when I left corporate, I owned a salon. But I didn't do, I didn't wash hair and blow dry hair. You don't make money doing that. The Lord gave me a skill with strand by strand extensions. When I started doing it, the market in this area was paying $5,000 for women to get that done to their hair. This was before it was known. This is when Tyra, Beyonce, and all these folks were having all this great hair and no one really knew how they were having it. And this is not weaving. And so I went to, I don't know, it was Maryland or DC area. And I paid someone to teach me the skill. I came back and did my first head Because I wanted to come back and I wanted to hit the market and I wanted to come back at less than they were charging so I could get clients right away. So my goal was to charge $2,500 since they were charging $5,000. Well, for me, it was only three and a half to four hours worth of work. 
for $2,500 is not bad. My first head I did wasn't even in my own salon yet. It was in my bathroom. And the woman gave me $2,500 cash. And from then, I had other clients and built up a business that I worked with Disney. I worked with Victoria's Secret Models. I worked with um, movie companies. And then, of course, then everybody was learning about it um, and wanting to get in the business, and which was starting to drive the price down lower. But that's a trade. That's not what I went to college for. But what it paid me was more than I was getting with my college degree. If I were with a great salary, I wasn't making $2,500 every two hours of doing ahead. And I was able to master within a year, taking those three and a half to four hours down to two hours and two and a half. So imagine now $2,500 in two hours. So what's your skill? What's a trade or something that you might be able to do? You know, nothing's out of bounds. Maybe it's a plumber. You know, maybe it's an electrician. Maybe it's an engineer. I don't know what it may be. Maybe it's working in construction, being an architect, doing being a builder. Maybe it's flipping homes. What is it that you are passionate about doing? Because if you're passionate about it, You'll be successful in it because whether the market's good or the market's bad, you're doing what you love to do. I own a dog grooming facility. I love dogs. It's very relaxing to me. You know, that business is stressful for other people. For me, it's not. The dogs come in. I love them. They love me because what do animals know? They sense your comfort. So people who are doing it for just the paycheck... They don't have the relationship with the pets that possibly I'm able to have because it's something that's natural for me, something I enjoy doing. No matter how tired I am, I still can do it and I don't grumble and complain. So what are the things? Because I promise you, there are many things that you're talented at. Now, maybe not all of them are money makers. But maybe one of them is. And today with online, it's pretty rare to not be able to come up with something that maybe you could make money at doing or teaching or maybe it's something you like to do that's more of a hobby. Grooming dogs was a hobby, a grooming show dogs and helping out a friend who was in a show. Next thing, her dog won the show and everybody was asking her, well, who groomed your dog? Next thing I knew, I was in a business, and that was 20-something years ago. It was a hobby. I was still in my corporate life. So we have talents and skills that God gives us. We're not stuck. You're not stuck in that job, stuck in that relationship, stuck in the city, stuck living in an apartment. If you want to own a house, get your finances in order and be disciplined to pay your debt down, get your number up, and go buy a house. We have to have a plan. And we have to believe that God is for us and that our prayers are going to be answered when we allow ourselves 
to take a step forward. What I want you to do is not look look at this place where you are right now on this day and in this month. And next month, I want you to be closer to your goal. And next year, I want you to be able to look and say, wow, I made a decision on this day. And a year later, look where I am. I'm at peace. I'm less stressed. I'm exercising and releasing what I'm truly joyful about. That is my hope. As believers, we spend a lot of time on check this box and do that and, and do this and, and all these things we are to do. But we are to love ourselves, to love others, to love who God created. And guess what? Failure comes with success. So what? You may have failed at your career. Maybe what you're working at is not what you went to college for. Maybe you never even went to college. And now you realize, I wish I had. Go now. Maybe you failed in a marriage. Maybe you're a single mom and said, wow, I made him sick. No, you have children dependent upon you to be strong and successful, to guide them into their future. Get on board. Because God will direct you on a successful path. That is what I pray that you hold on to and remember that if I, if the Holy Spirit lives within me, then there is nothing too hard for me. There is nothing, um, there is no struggle too rough for me to handle. But that I know that that struggle, that perseverance is going to reap fruit that not only blesses you, but blesses your family and many others that you will impact for generations to come. If you keep that in the forefront of your mind, you won't have time to listen to the lies of the enemy, the doubts, the worries, the fears, and all those hindrances that are trying to block you from your blessing. Unblock yourself and be blessed. Enjoy this weekend. Until tomorrow.